Carl Jung said, Awaken and shine your light for others to follow. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Source Code Podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. And as this is my first episode in 2024, Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed your holidays. I know I did. Had a great rest, a little bit of a reset. Uh, Towards the end of the episode, I will let you know what offerings I have coming up. But in the meantime, grab your coffee or your favorite tea, and let's get into what the Muse has for us today. I want to talk a little bit about resets today. Because for the for a lot of people, that's what the new year represents, a fresh start. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know I like to ease into the new year. And for me personally, I am all about the wintering. So if you are still in wintering, it's all good. It's all good. However, I don't think that many of us can escape the freshness of that calendar number turning over that's sort of like in the atmosphere. And this is one of the times that I come back to the core foundation principles that I teach and I try to live by and I try to embody every day, sort of that check-in, if you will. Because when I stray too far, what happens, which happens, I mean, I'm human, things don't flow as well. So let's refresh at a high level what those six principles are today. And perhaps you want to take inventory yourself. Yeah, am I working with these? How well am I working with these? Or perhaps this is your first time and you haven't heard me talk about these before. These are based on the principles that I was taught by my mentor. I changed the language a bit to something that I resonate a little bit more with. And so let's get into it. So the first one is the principle of internal transformation of energy. Everything is energy. All existence is imbued with the essence of energy. Everything we perceive in the universe, be it through our senses or beyond, is a manifestation of energy vibrating at different frequencies. And it is constantly moving in and out of different forms, and it is impervious to annihilation. It is neutral. It is neither bad nor good as much as humans would like to attach some meaning sometimes. And when we start thinking about everything in energy, in a real, in the real terms of it, it changes everything because your awareness around your thoughts, which are energy and intentions, which are energy become exponentially more important. The concept of death even changes you, your soul, your essence, whatever you want to call it, what makes you, you, that's also energy. It can't be destroyed. Second is the principle of frequency. You've been listening for a while. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the term law of attraction. There's a lot of misunderstanding around that reference. And for me, I like to focus on the, the word frequency versus just vibration as well. And some of this is probably because I'm not fond of the language around, you know, keep your vibes high. I'm not sure what that means. And it's, it's not sustainable because we all have ebbs and flows. And it's, it just feels generic. When I think in terms of frequency, it's, 
It's just, are you in harmonic resonance with something or not? And that doesn't mean that you're not, if you're not in harmonic resonance with something, that that's, that something is necessarily bad or lower or less than. It just is. If someone is thinking that they're superior because they're vibing high and looking down on someone because they have a different level of awareness, that's just narcissism. Now, to... to be clear, I mean, there is a deeper conversation that can be had with David Hawkins's work, for instance, but for the purposes of this conversation, I think it's simpler to think of frequencies as neutral because you can shift your focus out of judgment and enable your intention to be much more dialed in into how are you showing up? Are your actions and energy in energetic harmonic resonance with what you want in life? And that helps you fuel your intentions in a much more dialed-in way, which means you'll get results faster. So let's move to the principle of creation. Okay. Masculine and feminine energies are the foundation of creation. And we all have that within us. It doesn't matter what your gender are. We see this interplay out in life and nature. Consciousness or thought represents the masculine energy, whereas the life force that shapes things into physical form embodies the female energy. It's a union. You, you, like you have people talk about the divine masculine or the divine feminine. And the thing that I think people that is lost on people is we all have both of those within us. It's not it, it, everyone does. And the other thing that I don't think gets discussed as much when we talk about the principle of creation is um, the concept of an incubation period. All seeds need energy to flourish, and all seeds need an incubation period. Now, some of that, you know, may be a set incubation period. And when you think of a concept or something that you're trying to put out into the world. That's more of a, think of those as spiritual seeds of thought. Those can be accelerated when you give them intentional and focused. It's what we give our attention and intention to grows. That's that principle, right? So when I think about the principles of creation, and I'm trying to bring something into the world, that's that's where, where I'm like, okay, am I doing the aligned actions? That's more of a masculine focus. And am I putting my um, creative juices to work? That's more of a, a feminine focus, right? So that brings us to principle of polarity. Everything in the universe possesses an equal counterpart that just is. Allowing the just is is part of one of our biggest human challenges because we like to assign meaning to things through our own lens of experience. Polarity is opposite but related. There's a interconnectedness in the meaning. And I found that there is... So much more information and expansion when you can pull yourself into the middle and a neutral state 
because it's there, I feel like we make more empowered choices. If you embrace perceiving both sides of a person or a circumstance or a situation, whatever you want to call it, and you can see all of the sides, you're going to make decisions from a much, much more empowered place. By cultivating this practice, you're, you're going to be motivated to see things from multiple perspectives. Therefore, enriching your understanding and, again, the ability to make those empowered choices. I think it makes people less judgmental. Um, I think it promotes acceptance. Um, There's just a much more richness of life when you can take these things into account. All right, the next one is the principle of cycles and seasons. Everything flows and recedes, surges and retreats, perpetually responding to each action with a corresponding action. There's the rising and setting of the sun and the moon, the ebb and flow of tides. Everything has a rhythm to it. You as a human have a rhythm. When I started thinking in terms of cycles and seasons versus just the term rhythm, I think it made a difference for me because, for one, I think when I thought of a rhythm, I thought of roller coaster and I wanted to get off the roller coaster life. But I think I, I really like the concept of seasons. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm not fond of New Year's resolutions. This is not my most inspired time of year. I really do like wintering in winter. But taking that a step further, it's important to know what season you're in mentally and emotionally, and but not to get stuck in a season. You don't want to stay in winter. But you also don't want to stay in spring and summer forever either because there's a lot of activity and less rest. And this principle really connects me more with nature. And I have found that when I do that, I'm paying more attention to my body, my circadian cycle, and being much more mindful and taking care of myself. This also um, reminds me of... I follow uh, Andrew Huberman, Huberman Lab podcast. Love it. My favorite nerd podcast. I follow his sleep cycle protocol, which has everything to do with light and how we as humans view light and use light. It's cured my insomnia. It's really amazing. But that speaks to the power of the circadian clock within you. So um, that is why... I love the seasons concept. The principle of interconnectedness. Now, this is probably my favorite. Um, Everything is energy. Everything is also connected. We all have a spark of divinity that lives within us. What we do, the actions we take, the thoughts we think, they all have a ripple effect. Every effect has a cause, and every cause has an effect. There is an awareness, or there is awareness and ignorance, not superiority. You want more kindness out in the world, instead of just shouting about it, put kindness out. Not just when it's just convenient, all the time. 
And I know that's hard. It's been hard for me. Again, we're all human, right? But we can endeavor to do so. All these principles I've discussed are interconnected into a type of harmonic symphony. And we are all part of a vast symphony of existence. When we consciously really attune our thoughts, emotions, and our actions, when we are the most embodied alignment possible, that's where magic and miracles occur. That's where highest peace and joy live. That's where we are co-creating our lives in concert with the universe instead of beating our heads against the wall. That is the power of embodying the principles, feeling into them, living into them, and making them your own, part of your essence, not just the intellectual head knowledge, actually living them. That intellectual head knowledge makes you some sort of echo. I saw something recently where someone posted, be a voice, not an echo. And I love that. Actually, I think it was Carrie Murphy uh, on Instagram. She, uh, her, her handle is the Inspired Living. And that brings me to the biggest lesson I want you to hear today. These are solid principles. These came from multiple mentors around universal law. If the language does not work for you, then change it. Take the essence of the principle and make it your own. For instance, if you resonate with the word vibration versus frequency, change it. The most important thing you can take away from this is make this your own. Why? Because you're much more likely to integrate and embody it that way. Now, if you want a little bit more helpful with this, I do have an offering coming up at the end of February. So here is my take on the personal development space. And actually, this is marketing in general. Um, the, the way most things are marketed now are through scarcity mindset, or they get you hyped up into this frenzied emotional state to get you to buy. And it's very effective. And last fall, uh, I was working on a very detailed course to help you integrate these principles. And it was like, I think it was like six or seven modules. There was a lot of detail. I kept have something gnawing at me over and over. Something was not quite right. And I kept going. I kept pushing. And finally, I just stopped and I got still about it. I'm pretty good about listening to my intuition. And what kept coming up was the conversation I was having around online courses. And something like 90% of online courses are not completed. And I think it's because um, some of them is because it's just crap content or it's not structured well or people have a hard time engaging. There's many different reasons. But I also think that the way things are marketed today, people are getting people hyped up to press the button before someone has thought through, do I have the space for this or is this really what I need? Now, couple that with some feedback I got from my clients and my own experiences, I have made some changes this year to some of my offerings. And my most people need to take a pause before they press the buy button. 
tip for anything and ask themselves, is this going to move me forward or not? And this is particularly in the self-help, personal development, spiritual development world. Do I have the space for this? And I think that was the one that when I was developing this course was troubling me because I was like, "Mm, it's a like I'm trying to get integration, embodiment, and that usually does take time. But if you bite off too much, then you you don't do the work, right? So I reformatted, and the first offering is a micro course, meaning the time commitment to go through it is less than two hours. This is a foundational self-study. I'm going to share some practices. excuse me, on how to let things go, particularly if you have something that has happened to you that you've been stuck on for a while. Uh, Some of those will be, options will be spiritual. Some of them will be more science-based and then help you integrate the principles I talked about today in a much more practical way into your life because integration embodiment is where the magic happens. Now, that course is going to be, um, it is $111.00. And I'll put the course link to purchase that in the show notes, and it drops February 28th. Now, if you have something specific you feel like you need help with, I offer an illumination session. That's great for a mini deep dive into looking where your blind spots are, getting clarity around a specific issue where you're stuck. I like to bring in human design so we can get to how you can best utilize your energy and what your best decision-making process looks like, things like that. And that's usually 90-minute Zoom session with boxer support for two weeks. And that investment is $444. If you find that you need additional support, that's where VIP day experience can help. And I'm usually, those are all custom. If you have purchased an illumination session and you decide I need more, then we take the investment that you did for the illumination session and we apply it to the VIP day or the the last offering, which is my Trustfall Immersion Program, which is a six-month experience. It's coming up in late spring that includes a two-day small in-person group retreat with private support both before and after. So that's like a hybrid. It's a uh, there's an application process that goes with Trustfall because we need to make sure it's the right fit. Trustfall is working to take you down to like the bones of who you are. It's not like you're going to go up and sh- go and show up and there's going to be lectures for the intellectual understanding. The entire focus is on in- integration and embodiment. In order to do that, that takes a different level of commitment and you need the space to do that. But again, those are all the offerings, you need to ask yourself, do I have the space and do I think this is the right solution to move me forward? And I encourage you to do that for anything that you're purchasing because I think it's something worth considering of like a a 2024 check-in on intention of before you invest in anything for yourself like this, to take that pause 
because and not buy into the hype because there's so much out there and it's just it's just getting worse um i myself have bought things in the past that i probably wouldn't have if i had taken a beat and um i think that we we need to change the game with marketing and i am endeavoring to do so so that is, that are my thoughts on that <laughs> all right so now for the reflection of the week all right here's a question i want you to think about what do you love about yourself now that's like oh my god i don't want to think about this yeah, i i'm serious i want you to give us some thought and i'm i am actually going to put something out there so we can be in the conversation together one of the things that I do love about myself is I'm not a perfectionist. My human design is a 3-5, and I know a lot of people with that, that profile, they struggle with perfectionism. So I see a lot of quotes that says, give your per- yourself permission to experiment or something like that. And I am grateful, so grateful, for whatever reason, that is that getting something perfect was never something that I focused on. Even as a kid, I was I was not like that. I've always liked to experiment. And never does this show up more than when I'm like taking a silversmithing or a hot glass class. Because that are my those are my hobbies. And uh, you know, inevitably I would go into class, you'd have a student come in with something specific that they wanted to make, and that was usually way out of the league of the skill set that we were learning, and they would get frustrated, and the teacher would get frustrated. And for me, I'm like there to learn the technique and play. If it looks good, great. If it doesn't, okay. I can go and, you know, try again, experiment more. And this really helped me when I was in corporate, too, because I was willing to try things and then course correct when I needed to. So I love I'm not a perfectionist. And if you've been listening to this podcast with me uh, picking up Piper and the sneezing and the coughing that will not be edited out of that, you know this to be true, too. As always, thanks for listening. Also, very happy to connect on social media. I tend to be on IG, threads, Facebook, LinkedIn, more than anywhere else. If you found this helpful and would like to leave a review, I deeply appreciate it. If you'd like to share this out, I also would appreciate it. And of course, I want you to remember to find magic in the mundane and to find beauty every day. Thank you for listening to the Source Code Podcast. If you found this episode insightful and feel moved to, please leave a review and share it out with those you believe will find it helpful. You can check out my website for more information at www.adriamcdonald.com. And for more of my more regular musings, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and LinkedIn. I hope you have a beautiful week.